Thank you for purchasing this audio product. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We believe that your faith will increase and your life changed by applying the principles in this teaching. I want to speak to you just for a couple of minutes on the nine manifestations that will take place in 2019. And uh, I believe that this is going to be very relevant to every single one in this building. And for those of you watching live as well. I want to speak to you from the subject of and the theme that we are uh, declaring over 2019. The rise of the remnant. Say this with me. The rise of the remnant. Say it louder. Say the rise of the remnant. Now, what is the remnant and what does it mean? Where does it come from? How does it work? Um, the remnant, the word remnant is a very powerful word. It means the one that is chosen. It is um, one that has a residue of people or a residue of a group of people. In other words, let's say a tsunami comes and there are people that survive. They are called the remnant. If a war has to break out in South Africa, for instance, and, they, and there's only a million people that survive the war, they are called the remnant. It's like the Jews that survived the Holocaust. They are called a remnant. And so there are many things that you've survived in 2018. So I want to speak to the remnant tonight. Maybe you've survived nothing in 2018, and then this message is not for you. But those of you who survived attacks of the enemy, I want you to say amen in this house. Amen. You are the remnant. If you have survived an attack on your finances, that means you would have been bankrupt tonight, or maybe locked up for debt, or whatever, but you've survived that onslaught in your finances, you've survived it, I want those people to say amen. amen. Now you are the remnant. That's what the remnant means. They survived the attacks. They survived the onslaughts. How many of you have survived some major attacks this year? Let me just see. How many of you had one attack? If you have one, had one attack, just raise one hand. How many of you had two attacks? You can raise... If you had 10 attacks, you can raise your hands like that. If you had more than 10, raise both your feet and your toes and everything. But you know what? You've survived. You're here on a New Year's Eve service. That means I'm speaking and addressing a remnant tonight. Shout, I am part of the remnant. And so the remnant is a, is a residue of people, a group of people that survived. Put it on. It's a survivor. It's a remainder. I like this word. It's a supernatural breed. It's a supernatural breed. I'm going to give you some characteristics of this breed that I'm talking about. They are not like the rest of the people. People that have gone through some major attacks, and I'm not judging, I'm just saying some of them have given up. Some of them might have committed suicide. Some of them may have gone on and, and said, I don't want to live anymore. I want to go on to the depression tablets and stuff like that. And they could not survive the attacks. But you've made it here tonight. Yeah. 
You survived this thing tonight. And I'm telling you that 2019, greater attacks might come and greater things might come. But the residue, the supernatural breed, the chosen people, the residue, they're going to stand up in the power of God and they're going to make it in Jesus' name. Every businessman in this church that are here tonight still in business, you are a remnant businessman because when recession hit, you should have closed down. But you are here still in business, still made it, still going to do it next year. I'm speaking to the remnant here tonight. Come on. There are men of God tonight in this place watching over the internet, maybe on, on, on television as well, that you have many attacks on your church. People split your church. We had, a, we had an attack the beginning of this year on the church where people tried to split the church and did a lot of things. But the remnant remained. The remnant carried on. As a matter of fact, we had to start expanding and start going bigger and higher because the remnant is a residue of people. Guess what? They are a supernatural breed. Say, so I'm a supernatural breed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you believe it here tonight? So I am a part of a remnant. And the, the rising of this remnant is now going to become evident in 2019. So this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you some, I'm going to give you some characteristics of this remnant. But I first want to draw your attention to a powerful man in the Bible. Let me give you a couple of them in Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 gives us the hallmark of the remnant. I love the book of Hebrews because it's a very powerful um, hallmark of the remnant. Hebrews chapter 11, let's read verse number 1. Yesterday's faith, last year's faith. What faith? Come on, say. Now faith is the what? Substance of the things hoped for. So my faith is that I, how do you know 2019 is going to be the best year? I've got substance. That I have faith that I will make it in 2019. It's the substance I have. For the evidence of things not seen, I don't see everything yet. I don't see the, 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 the full manifestation. I don't see the healing. I don't see the restoration. I don't see the miracle. I don't see the finances. But I have hope. And that hope is my substance. I have substance that I'm going to make it. Now look, at. let's read a couple of verses here. For by the elders obtain a good testimony. And here it goes. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith, here goes the, here goes the remnant, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. How was your sacrifice tonight? Hmm? The remnant don't tip God. The remnant gets a, a verse in the Bible. The remnant is marked by their giving. When the remnant give, heaven reacts. I refuse to be a normal person in my giving. I refuse that. I don't tip God. We are not in a gambling situation, me and God. He's not SARS. He's not a client. He's God above everything. 
And when he speaks, I obey and you must obey. The remnant obeys their God. That when I, when I die in this, on this earth, there must be something written about me that says he was the greatest giver. Like Abel, he obtained a good report because of his offering. Number five. Verse five. <clears throat> By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. And up till today, his body is not found. Enoch, what makes Enoch so powerful is that his relationship with God made him to stand above every other person. When the remnant, yeah, I'm giving you some principles here. The remnant is marked by their giving. Say this with me. The remnant is marked by their giving. Here is something else. The remnant is marked by their relationship with God. You see a person who's got a relationship with God. Tonight when I walked in the place, I could see some of you have been on holiday too long. Struggle to worship. Struggle to... Uh, too much holiday. Too much cake. Too much worldly people around you. Too much flesh. Enoch had a relationship with God. His relationship was so powerful with God that God says, you know, you can't stay on the earth. You need to come up here. And God left heaven, walked down to the earth, picked him up, and he left this planet with bones and organs and everything. His body was never found. Remnant, I'm challenging you. 2019, you will be marked by your giving. You will be marked by your relationship with God. If you come dragging to church, ah, you're not part of the remnant. The remnant says, I want to be in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. If they open that door, I'm there. If they say, come pray, I'm there. I am part of the remnant. Jesus said, the house of God consume me. It is like fire shut up in my bones. Come on, remnant. This lukewarm containment Christianity must stop. We are part of a remnant. Shout on the remnant. So I was in Dubai for holiday. And it was an incredible experience to see this beautiful nation. What stood out for me is how committed these people are in their religion. They can tell you the five values of, of, of their religion. The five core values of Islam. Muslims. <laughs> when, I said, when I read this, I thought by myself, if I ask any Christian, what's the core values of being a Christian? What will we answer? Because Christianity is just another religion. The remnant will know. If I wake them up at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, what is the core value of a Christian? They will stand up and say, I'm a remnant. I'm, a, I'm part of this move of the Holy Ghost. I know who I am. And let me tell you something, family. Uh, I was so moved just to see the commitment of people. They pray five times a day. We were taking a desert safari. On the way to the safari, now a while back, they stopped the car. The man said to me, he says, excuse me, um, I know you're... 
your appointments at six o'clock, but I have to stop. I have to pray. Don't care about tourists. Don't care about, must pray. We have to drag people to prayer sessions. But no longer remnant. There's going to be a fire tonight ignited in your spirit that the remnant's going to say, if I pray five times, I'm going to pray. If they can fast 40 days, I can fast seven days. If they can build mosques of billions of dollars because everybody gives, then I'm not going to be a beggar as a Christian. Can you give? Can you give? No. How much you need? Here it is. They start businesses to fund their religion. I believe there's going to come a remnant. You must hear me tonight. I'm preaching to Christianity around the world tonight. There will be a remnant that will be marked by their giving, by their relationship. We will build the biggest churches. Cash. We will be the business, best business people in the world. Cash. We will be the most committed people in Christianity. Why? Because we are the... Come on, give God a praise if you believe it here tonight. Come on. Come on, we can do a little bit better than this remnant. Where's the remnant here? Where's the remnant? Where's my dad? Come on, help me out here tonight. Shabraba, remnant. Shara, I'm part of the remnant. It carries on to say that Noah built an ark. Noah built an ark by faith. And he built it to save his family. I'm going to build bigger things. (laughs) We're going to build bigger ministries. Bigger television ministries. Bigger businesses. Bigger stuff. Why? Because we are the remnant. They're on the gallery. Cape down here in this building. Shout, I'm the remnant. Shut I'm gonna build bigger. Come on, I'm gonna build bigger. You know what's the problem? We plan, you only plan, you only plan for Friday night. What are we gonna do after the service? We plan to let the LED screens look nice, and that's all we plan. Nobody plans to take the city for God. Ah, Boxburg is down and out, and the East Rand and South Africa. Let me tell you this. If they can take Dubai in 20 years from dirt roads and shacks to make it a first world nation, that leader said this, I don't focus on the past. I don't focus what happened yesterday. I unite people for the common goal to build a future. We don't plan to make a screen. We plan to build a nation. So I'm telling you tonight, I'm not planning to have church. I'm not planning to have another false songs. I'm not planning to have another altar call. I'm planning to take my nation, my city for the Lord with the remnant together. If you're a part of the remnant, come on, stand. Give God a little bit of a praise in this place. Yay! Let me hear the remnant arise. Shout, we're going to build. If they can take Dubai and make it from a dirt place, dirt roads in 20 years, then we can start with the East Rand. And what stops the world? 
to stop at O.R. Tambo, 15 minutes away, and come to the East Rand, the backside of, this, of, of the East Rand, and see a first world church, a first world people, first world companies, first world city. Come on, I want to raise some expectation. Lift your vision. Lift your dream a little bit. Noah build this ark. Let's build nations. Let's build cities. David goes. He's 17 years old. <laughs> 17 years old. Young people. 17. And he's fighting giants. Most 17 year old plays, play PS4. Sleep late. Do nothing. Here David goes, 17 years old, says, where's that giant? You defiled the kingdom of God. You defiled my God long enough. Bring that guy here. I'm taking you down today. And Goliath says, who are you, man? You're sending the youth. What are the youth going to do? Bring it on. I want the young people to know tonight, in 2019, you as the young people are going to take the giants of education, of schools, of the media world. They are going to come down and you're going to take the head and you're going to become the head. Come on, all the young people shout amen. There is a remnant arising right now. A residue of people. They don't wait for history, they write history. Because they know their God. So the remnant, one of the things is, they do things nobody else does. That's one of the characteristics of the remnant. They are marked by their giving. They're marked by their worship. They're marked by their relationship. They are marked that they do things that nobody else does. That's the remnant. We're going to do things that nobody else has done. Come on. Can I get an amen here? I want to know if I can count on some remnant people here. Some chosen people. You better get your gear afterwards. Some chosen people that will walk in the streets and heal people. They do things nobody else does. That can go to the Shangomas and cast out devils. That can raise the dead. Come on, I'm talking about a remnant of people that can carry the power of the Holy Ghost in the schools, in the universities, in the cities, in the nations. Shout with me, I'm part of the remnant. You are going to do things nobody else has done in your whole lineage. Yeah, I feel it now. I feel it now. Come on. You're going to be dead free. You're going to survive some storms. You're going to survive some attacks. Nobody else has done it in your family. Don't see yourself as a failure. You've survived. You're the remnant. My God. Hallelujah. Let me prophesy, some of you are going to be your first millionaires in your own family. 
I don't say it just, I declare the remnant shall arise. The remnant is coming up. You are, it's coming for you. I release it, release it, release it. Now, Cape Town, arise. Come on, take it, snatch it a little bit in this house. I'm going to do things that nobody else has done. We're going to do bigger buildings, bigger movements of the supernatural, bigger heartbeats, bigger 418s, bigger 418s. Come on, young people. Oh, hallelujah. Let the spirit of the remnant come. Lord, let it fall. My God. Mm. Jesus was also part of the remnant. We read about Enoch, Abraham, Abel. You can go and read the whole list there. When we come to Jesus, he goes to the temple and he opens the book and he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon. And he has anointed me, Luke chapter 4, verse number 18. Don't have to turn there. I'm just reading you what Jesus read on, on that day. He says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news. To heal the broken heart. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. And Jesus closed the book. There was not Luke 4, 19 yet. He was 19. <laughs> and the history started building. I'm telling you tonight, the Spirit of the Lord is upon us, upon the remnant. And Jesus went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed, delivering people, healing people, setting people free. That was his assignment as the remnant. When he healed the woman with the issue of blood on the Sabbath day, the Pharisees, says, they came and said, you can't heal them. He said, let me just prove to you, I don't just heal on a Sunday, I heal every day. When he healed her, he broke 14 laws of the Jews. I don't care what you guys say, but I'm going to heal this woman. She's not going to wait for Sunday. It's Wednesday night in a McDonald's at 9 o'clock. She needs a miracle. I'm not going to phone Pastor Nikki. I'm not phoning the Ephesians. The Spirit of the Lord is upon the remnant. I'm going to heal this woman right now. Right now. Come on. Where's the remnant in this house? I'm not waiting another year to be blessed. I'm going to be blessed this year. I'm not waiting another year to walk in the fullness. I'm walking in the fullness tonight. Come on, you need to snatch what God has in store for you tonight in this house. Come on, just do this. I snatch my miracle. Now I want to bring you in for, for another person that I love. His, his name is Peng 
Benjamin. Benjamin. I love this guy. Benjamin speaks about the grace of God. It's my message, my life's message is to believe the grace of God. Benjamin is a sign of the last generation before Jesus comes. I believe with my whole heart you are the last generation before the coming of the Lord. Benjamin signifies the last generation, the remnant. He was the last son of Jacob. He was the beloved son of Jacob. And this man, Benjamin, his whole life reflects the grace and the favor of God. I want you to hear me tonight. The remnant will not be marked by judgment. It will be marked by grace and by favor. The goodness of God brings people to repentance. Not hell. You're going to burn. You're a sinner. You're never going to see God. You anointing has lifted from you. No, 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 sir. That is not God's language. There is a Benjamin generation arising. There is a generation, a remnant that's going to arise that are marked by the grace of God. Marked by the favor of God. It doesn't matter how many times we fall and we get up again. There is more grace than your disgrace. There is more power than your failures. Come on. This is for somebody here tonight. I'm speaking into your spirit tonight. Rise up Benjamin. Rise up in the same time move of God. You may feel left out. You may feel forgotten. Benjamin stands there. Joseph, now I'm not going to go into the whole story, but Joseph became the prince of Egypt. He comes from the pit. Maybe I should just pause there. He comes from the pit to the palace in 24 hours. From orange cloves and a thin mattress with a cup of soup and a bread, piece of bread for lunch. He skips all that in one day. Comes from that, from the pit to the palace in 24 hours. Hear me out now. Because of a power relationship. God is going to give you butlers, bakers, in 2019. They don't even know about God. They don't even serve God. But Joseph said, if you see Pharaoh, tell him I can interpret dreams. And he got connected to a power relationship that brought him out of the pit into the palace. God's going to give you power relationships in 2019. You're still going to do something for somebody and God's going to take you in. That's what happened with Talita. Wherever you are in the building. That's what happened to Talita. God, I just prayed for somebody in the hospital. He is a patient. I went to visit him. He lit a fire to bry, and the whole uh, fire exploded on him, skin off. He, he was bandaged all over. And God miraculously healed him. That he doesn't need plastic surgery. He doesn't need any operations. 
He's our evangelist of the church. Although bandaged up, waiting for stuff, he leads people to Christ. And when he led that person to Christ, he says, your son will never have to worry about football again. Power relationships. I don't know who you sit next to tonight and who you are going to walk in when you walk out here. You better watch out who you treat because they might give you a supernatural break from the pit to the palace. I am tired of prison clothes. Prison clothes of depression, of anger, of the, of whatever. I'm tired of it. I'm stripping myself off prison clothes. I'm putting on the garment of praise. I'm putting on my royal priesthood. Yeah. When I walk into a building, they will know the prince has walked in. When I walk into a boardroom, they will know somebody with authority has walked in. Come on, the remnants. Let me just show you this. Quickly, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to give you the nine things now. Genesis 35, verse 18. Don't turn it. Just look on the screens. Genesis 35, verse 18. I want you to see the, the grace of God. His mom, Rachel, called him Benoni. Benoni. That's, that's really where the name comes from. Benunai, which means, that's what it means, son of my sorrow. So she gives birth. She holds the baby. She's about to die. And her last words is, Benunai, son of my sorrow. And she dies. And the father interrupts. He says, no. Sorry, but I'm interrupting this thing. I'm going to call him Benjamin. Which means son of my right hand. Which means favor, authority, grace. I know people have labeled you and called you that you're never going to make it. You've got three months to live. Your marriage is not going to make it. Your children are not going to make it. Your business is not going to make it. I'm here as a father to interrupt all those voices and tell you no, 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 no. It shall not be sorrow. It shall not be depression. It shall not be sickness. It shall not be failure. But I rename you and I call you Benjamin, favor, favor, shout favor, does the remnant have favor tonight, I'm a chosen one, I'm a remnant, when you apply for the job you're going to get the job when you get put in that contract as a tender you're going to get the contract they will pay on time why? because the remnant the remnant has favor alright quickly Whew. my God Genesis 43 29 Quickly, do you want to give you three or four scriptures? 
when Joseph and Benjamin were united for the first time. Look how Joseph greeted him. Then he lifted his eyes and he saw his brother Benjamin and his mother's son and he said, look at this. Is this your younger brother of whom you spoke to me? And he said, look at this. God, be gracious to you, church member. Joseph is the brother of Benjamin. He doesn't call him my brother, church member. I did a whole series, maybe I think what, 13, 14 weeks on sonship. This is how Joseph greeted Benjamin. Grace. First words. Grace be to you, son. I want to say to you the remnant here tonight. Grace and favor be unto you in 2019. Can you receive it tonight a little bit? Hallelujah. I'm not going to go to my notes. Let me just flow. Benjamin, standing right in the back of the queue. Thousands, the whole world is there getting food. Joseph sees Benjamin. Is is that Benjamin right there? 10,000 people away. Is that Benjamin? He calls his guys. He says, You see that guy with the orange shirt? See that guy? I'm sure that looks like Benjamin. And so he sends his servants. Aaron, go and see if that is Benjamin there at the back. No, the one of the, (laughs) the Lawrence youth Benjamin. Do you want to do it? Come. Bring him. Bring bring, bring that Benjamin. That Benjamin. Bring that. He's got a blue shirt. It's Benjamin. It's Benjamin. Benjamin, wait there, wait, wait, wait. As you come to the front, wave at everybody. They're standing in the queue. They're standing in the queue. They're still waiting for the next blessing. But when the remnant is being marked, God pulls them out of the back queues. Out of the place where they they should have been. He should have been another two years in the line, another three months for promotion, another six months to have his house house paid off. But God is saying tonight to the remnant, I've seen you. I'm pulling you out of the queue and I'm placing you right in front next to the prince. Come on, this is your night. Remnant. Tell the person next to you, excuse me. I have been marked. Yeah. I've been marked with the blessings of God. For all the religious people, to hell with the mark of the beast. We have the mark of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, and nothing and no one can pull me out of his hands. Yeah. Shut up, be marked. He gets to Pharaoh, oh, to Joseph. <laughs> he skips the cues. Let me tell you what's going to happen in, for you, for some of you that, that believes me. 
You're going to stand in the queue in the grocery store and they're going to say, you come here, we're opening this till. When you go and check in, you paid for economy class ticket and they say, no, you must go to that line. Here's your new ticket. Here's a new upgrade for your room. Here's a new upgrade, upgrade. If they can upgrade cell phones, they're going to upgrade you. Come on. You're going to still go as the T-Girl. The next day, you're going to be the manager of that department. Who am I speaking to? Where's the remnant in this house? I just want to give you this. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I feel it. The Bible says in Genesis 45, would you go and read it tonight for the sake of time? It's against the culture to have Israelites sitting next to Egyptians in the same room. Joseph says, I want all my brothers to sit with me. So the Egyptians already like. The Bible says in Genesis 43 that they sat with the Egyptians in the servants' quarters. They're in the back. You can, can't come close to the prince. Sit with the Egyptians over there. The Bible says when Joseph saw Benjamin, not, never mind the other brothers, he said to his servants, get him for me. And so Benjamin came. Come, Benjamin. <laughs> Benji. <laughs> Running from the servant quarters, from the back of the function hall, right to next to Pharaoh. Let's have some dinner, son. Sit here. And I'm sure Benjamin looked at this thing and say, nah, 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 nah. But that's what the favor does. When the favor of God hits your life, you sit around tables and think, how did I get here? What am I doing here? I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve to have money. I don't deserve to have a car. I don't deserve to have a church. I don't have, I don't deserve to have a wife, children. I don't deserve anything. What am I doing here? Well, it's the favor of the Lord upon the remnant tonight. I want every remnant person in this house to lift your hands and shout favor and give Jesus a very good praise here tonight. Before you take your seats, tell the person next to you. Tell two or three people. Tell them, I'm part of the remnant. Say, I'm going to have favor. I just want to preach to myself a little bit. And say, don't be surprised of the blessings, Nikki. Don't be surprised of the unusual miracles that's going to take place. Don't be surprised of the power of God. Don't be surprised of the glory of God. Don't be surprised of the gifts people are going to give you. Don't be surprised because you are the remnant chosen by God. And so I want to give you the nine things quickly. I 
I think it's Matthew 20, verse 16, it says, Many are called. Few are the remnant. The word chosen is remnant. God says, many are called. They all scream, they all shout. But there's those that says, I take this. I want this. I'm going to be a survivor. Let me tell you, South Africa is in a crisis in religion. Seeker sensitive. Let me just say this. Churches that used, that was started in the supernatural. Miracles, signs, wonders have been reduced to motivational, seeker sensitive churches where you can now meet the Holy Ghost in a classroom on a Tuesday. Imagine pitch up on a Sunday, please. We've got our programs, we've got our stuff. Just don't come, Holy Ghost. But there will be a church. According to Matthew chapter 25, there was the 10 virgins. They all look the same. They're all the church. But there will be the five that will expect the coming of the bride. And only those who have the oil, the oil of the Holy Ghost, not somewhere shut up, the oil of the Holy Ghost, they will see and experience Jesus. So write down quickly. The number 19 in the Hebrew means, in the Hebrew language, according to Hebrews chapter 11, it speaks about the mega faith. In this season, 2019, God or Jesus is going to look for mega faith. I've been setting you up to give you the manifestations. In Luke chapter 19, in verse number 10. Luke chapter 19, verse number 10. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. That is, let me just tell you, that is one thing that you're going to see this year. Jesus is going to look and seek for people who has mega faith. Mustard seed faith is to get saved. So many, as I said, mustard seed If I just have mustard seed faith. That's what you use to get saved. But now you're 20 years down the line and you still use mustard seed. No, you must use mega. Mega means I'm going to buy that pill. I'm going to do that thing. Doesn't matter how much it costs. I'm going to step out and trust God and believe God for that. That's the mega. Shout mega faith. Number two. The second manifestation. Let me run. The fulfillment of prophetic things. In this year, you're going to see a lot of prophetic activities in, this, in, this, in the natural world take place. Now, remember last year I said there will be a lot of shiftings taking place. And uh, one of them was the economy. The economy went into recession. Mega things. Mega means, like I said, it's huge, enormous. We've seen mega storms. Mega tsunamis, mega shakings. Nothing was normal. Now God is calling us for mega faith and the prophetic fulfillment or the fulfillment of prophetic things. Number three, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost has come. But this is what you're going to see in 2019. An intensity. 
an intensity, that's the word, of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So when we come to church, it's going to be a very intense encounters you have with God. I believe in the days of Smith Wigglesworth that when he prayed in his room or in a place where he prayed, people couldn't breathe. There was a reporter that said, I want to see if this is true. And he's a secular reporter. And he went and he sat in the room where Smith Wigglesworth was praying. And people started falling on their knees, crawling out of the, the room. They couldn't breathe. And he said he was the last one. He says in the next moment, he fell. And he said he couldn't breathe because of the intensity of the Holy Spirit in that room. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. You're going to come to church, you're going to feel. It's like an intense heat, an intense fire, intense winds, intense manifestations of God. And that's what you're going to start seeing around the world. We're going to see the greatest move of the Holy Ghost than ever before in 2019. The number nine is the birthing of. I believe we are going to see the birthing of, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in South Africa, in around the world. Get ready, world, for an intensity of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Come on, give him a good praise if you believe it here tonight. Number four, it will be an unusual manifestation of the glory and the presence of God, the sovereignty of God. In other words, Unusual things are going to take place in the realm of the glory. Now please, the glory of God is not limited to the church. When you go to your workplace, you carry a glory. Unusual things are going to happen in the realm of the glory. Let me prove you one scripture, Philippians chapter 4. My God shall supply all your needs according to His riches where? So get in the glory realm to have your needs met. Have wealth being transferred. There's a difference between the glory and the presence of God. I taught on that. You can go and get that sermon there as well. Number five. There will be the end time suddenlies. How many scriptures are in the Bible that says and suddenly, and suddenly, and suddenly. Suddenly, the end time suddenly is coming. It will be supernatural interruptions of heaven. Number six, there will be rest for the people of God. Say rest. What does that mean? Am I just going to have no problems? No. But you will have this rest in the midst of the storm. Jesus was sleeping in the biggest storm. They had to go and wake him up. And he didn't say, I bind the storm. He says, peace. Be still. In other words, don't disrupt my peace. Some of you are unrestful. You're going to have peace from tonight. In the midst of all your storms, peace. Number seven. And this is my heart. There will be an end time harvest of souls. 
We are not going to see 10 people saved on a Sunday. Hundreds of people are going to get saved. During the week, God's going to let the spirit of the evangelist rest upon every single person. We're going to fill stadiums. We're going to fill arenas. We're going to fill soccer fields. We're going to fill rugby fields, wherever we can. But the harvest is coming in and the church is going to be activated to get souls saved. So get ready. Your backslidden aunt's going to sit next to you. Your backslidden husband is going to come back to God. Your children that are rebellious and somewhere in a club tonight, they're going to serve God. Do the cameras. Worship the Lord. Come on, how many of you believe that the souls are coming? Number eight is the falling away of the apostasy. It's going to be a divine processing taking place. I've been processed. I preached to myself 2018. New Year's Eve 2017 when we went, went into 2018. I said, divine processing is taking place. I went through all those things, all the manifestations. And when divine processing came, it was like, will the remnant survive this? Can we make this? And the remnant survived. And number nine. There will be a very strong manifestation of deception. If you are not going to be in the Word, if you're not going to be close to God, if you're not going to fall in love with God, deception is going to come and take you away. In the end time, you'll feel deception come. People will believe stuff that there's not a heaven, there's not a rapture. You don't have to live holy. They will believe all kinds of stuff. A strong manifestation of deception is coming. One of the end time characteristics. The only way you're going to survive it is to be in the presence of God. I'm telling you. And so church, these are the nine manifestations of 2019. These have been prayed through. I've spoken to Apostle Maldonado, spiritual covering, and these are the points he's given me to give to you. And I want to say this tonight. We're going to move in the power of God like never before. We're going to see the hand of God like never before. Church will never be the same again. It's not going to be about men. It's not going to be about character. Or let me rather say man's character. It's going to be all about Jesus. The Holy Spirit is going to come back in the church. We're going to make enough room for the Holy Ghost. How many of you believe that with me tonight? I want everyone to stand. One thing that Apostle Maldonado has taught me through the years was not to rely solely on the anointing and to make the transfer from the anointing to the glory and my church will know what I'm talking about that means I don't have to lay hands upon people it means I can speak and the glory comes through the voice upon people and that's what's going to happen now from the front to the back Cape Town all over I want to release what I would have released by laying on of hands through my voice and declare that 2019 will be a year full of grace and favor where the remnant will arise in the power of God. Are you ready for this? Lift both your hands, close your eyes. 
Father God, I come to you as your servant tonight. I've delivered the word. As the remnant, we stand ready and we say, here we are. Just like Moses, he said, here I am, God. Tonight we say in this place, here I am. Rest upon me, Spirit of God, for 2019. I release upon the remnant tonight the spirit of worship, the spirit of having a relationship with God, the spirit of commitment, the spirit of the fear of God, the spirit to have a compassion for souls. Lord, that you will protect them from the spirit of deception that comes. I pray now, Father, that mega faithful will rise in their hearts. That you will raise up a remnant in the business world, in the church, in marriages, in families, in the workplace, in ministries, in nations. Tonight I pray, Luke chapter 4, 18 upon everyone, that the Spirit of God will now rest upon everyone in the name of Jesus to heal the broken hearts, to open the eyes of the blind, to become healers and deliverers of broken lives. May the broken people come to the house of God and find hope and find peace and find salvation, O oh God. My prayer is tonight, Spirit of God, rest upon us in a mighty way. Wherever we go, may we be carriers of the presence of God in the name of Jesus. With your hands lifted, I activate you right now to be part of the remnants. I activate you to move in the supernatural power of God. I activate you to do supernatural business, supernatural ministry, supernatural restoration of your life, of your marriage, of your relationship with your children, of your business, of every aspect of your life. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, activate them. Now, in the name of Jesus. For more information on products, please visit our website or send us an email. All the details are on the back of the product pack.